Future trading involves risk and is not suitable for all investors. Content provided in this segment is meant for educational purposes and is not a solicitation to buy or sell commodities. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of EverAg Podcast. It is the 20th of July, 2021, and I have the pleasure of having Mr. John Spainhauer with me all the way from Chicago, Illinois. John, how are you doing today, man? Doing all right, Cody. How about yourself? You know, I'm trying to stay positive over here, John. We're trying to stay positive. <laughs> I like to hear it, Cody. <laughs> and the reason we are trying to stay positive is, uh, you know, the last couple times you and I talked, we thought we were going to have a, a pretty good GDT, a, a pretty positive one going forward. But today we had a little bit of a slip backwards. Yeah, we sure did, Cody. If you go back uh, to the last two auctions here, the GDT price has been stepping lower. It, in general now, is off. You know, it, it, it's off its highs, that's for sure. Today's auction came in another 3% lower. Don't hold me to it. I think the last one was down maybe 3 or 4% as well. So, you know, we're, we're, we're pulling off of our highs here, and it already been dripping a little bit lower. But I think it's important if you were looking for something positive in here, if you wanted to turn that frown upside down today, Cody, is to say even though prices have moved lower, we are still at relatively high prices across the board. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you make a good point. Going into the GDT a little bit, John, everything was pretty much on a decrease except for cheddar cheese. In your mind, is there a, a specific reason for that? Well, you know, cheese is one of those things that people kind of have to have right here and now. We in the U.S. have been trading at a substantial discount to the rest of the world. And possibly one of the reasons for that is the idea that or the idea and the fact that we're having transportation issues of actually getting cheese out of the country. Conversely, places like New Zealand may or may not you'd be having as much trouble. And we've heard that, you know, if somebody needs cheese right now, uh, instead of taking the risk of buying out of the U.S. and not being able to get it on a boat, they're just going to go ahead and pay up for New Zealand cheese. You know, I don't know how much of that's going on. I, I, I still think that uh, in, in general, I think there's pretty good support out in the dairy world. Yeah, but cheese was certainly, you know, the, the star of the show today. And that was only by a minor amount in terms of the, the net gains. It settled the day here and was able to gain about 1.3% on the last auction. Looking at where, uh, you know, our prices are after today compared to the world prices, uh, has the tune changed any since you and I had talked about two weeks ago on the last auction? Well, I mean, if we just look at skim milk powder right now, you know, if we were to look at it on a dollars per pound basis, New Zealand's at a dollar thirty-five. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that it was at a dollar fifty-five, right? And so, right now, you could say the U.S. at a dollar twenty-four. That spread is only eleven cents right now. So, I always felt the twenty cent spread between New Zealand and the U.S. was pretty egregious. I will maintain that eleven cents. Uh, I can maybe justify here, right? But you know, there, there might be some people that say, hey, that 20 cent spread was justified. And, you know, if New Zealand's at $1.35, I don't want to pay any more than $1.20 or $1.15. So I don't want to take that off the radar, uh, that 115 to 120 here in the U.S. I don't want to take that off of the potential radar. I, I want to be really clear. I'm not saying that's where we're going. I just, if we want to maintain that 20, you know, if people are looking to maintain that 20 cent relationship between 
the U.S. and New Zealand, that, that's kind of a price target. I think the U.S. on its own, though, might be able to support itself here above 120 uh, just on its own fundamentals, though. Gotcha. Okay. So in your mind, John, are you still, I mean, pretty optimistic on exports, uh, you know, out of the United States being as we are, I'm not going to say that much cheaper, but still a hair under uh, the world right now? You know what, Cody, I'll go back to the, the fact that, you know, I think we've had two two months in a row of at or new uh, are just at or new highs when it comes to cheese exports. We have really been exporting a lot of stuff. If you know, if, when I we've been at or right against record highs in non-fat exports. We've been at new recent new recent highs of butter. I want to be really clear about that. These aren't uh, record highs, but some pretty good butter exports. We are exporting a lot of product right now. I, I can just say from taking the U.S. demand picture, when it comes to all of our products, I just it's just so hard to imagine uh, a time when demand has been better than it is right now. We've got record exports of a lot of these products. We've got record food sales in general, be it at, you know, you know, almost record retail combined with definitely record food service sales, right? You put that together and you say, this is just, these are just incredible demand numbers. There's just one problem that we're up against right now. And that is that we have some incredible supply as well. There's just seems to be no end to the supply. And, you know, that, that supply picture, if it's going to slow down in some way, uh, in any meaningful way, it's probably going to, you know, it hasn't happened yet is probably the best way to look at it. So we've got this incredible demand against this incredible supply. It's causing our cheese prices to be, you know, at a roughly, let's look at it here real quick. You know, we're, we're roughly at a dollar fifty right now on our cheese average. I, I look at that and say, Based up against the rest of the world, there's probably some room for us to export, especially against the New Zealand cheddar price of a dollar eighty-two. Right there, yeah. there's some room in there. There's just an, another problem that we're running into are these darn ports. You, you've heard my joke before. I'll say it again. If if this is what we're exporting when the ports are broken, what are we going to export when the ports are fixed? Right. But nevertheless, those ports aren't fixed. There are people that want to buy U.S. product at a significant discount to the rest of the world. It's just not happening. And so you take this incredible demand that could be bigger in terms of exports, uh, just not happening. But we've got this incredible supply coming to the table here on almost all products. And it just kind of just sits on this thing. So relating that back to the GDT, certainly the cheddar price on the GDT is, is much higher than ours. Leave some rooms for exports if we can get it out of the country. On the butter side, there's some room there for sure. We, we just, yeah, I'm just not sure how price sensitive we're going to be on the butter side, but definitely there's some room there. And I, I do believe there have been some longer term butter sales that have been cut. Like I said, we had some really big export numbers last month that you don't normally see that as a one month or a one off, if you will. That's normally a series of three or four months of good exports. So I, I think we do have butter leaving the country. On the skim side, I'll say it's hard for me to get too bullish the U.S. at $1.24 when New Zealand's at $1.35 right now. Maybe things turn around. And then finally, Cody, the, the one, the, the most confusing element of this GDT to me is the fact that New Zealand 
on Thursday night, I believe. Yeah, Thursday night. Reduce the amount of volumes that are going to be offered for whole milk powder on the exchange pretty significantly over the course of the next year. Their total offerings moved down about 3%. There's two things to it. One is why did they do that? And then B, what was the reaction going to be? The first one as to why they're doing that is it's at least set you know, in their statement that they have significant demand for product off of the off of the GDT. So as we put it together, the people out there, they feel pretty strongly that China has, instead of exposing themselves to the, you know, to the GDT, they've taken a flat price on a significant amount of product off the GDT. That's fine. That's fair enough. I, I'm not, it, it's not listed how much they did, this, that, or the other. I, I get that. But as a result, New Zealand said, we're offering less on the GDT right now. As people, you know, the, the idea was, what does this make prices go up or down? Is this bullish or bearish? And, you know, it, it's kind of a glass half full, glass half empty kind of deal. You know, why did, uh, why was New Zealand willing to do that? A, B, why was China willing to do that? And then what are the effects moving forward? In my simple mind and in my history in the marketplace, less product on the GDT hasn't really resulted in lower prices. This time it did. It's a bit confusing to me. If I were to try to explain away my misunderstanding, it would be possibly that China did take a forward price, didn't want to be exposed to the GDT anymore. At the same point in time, they don't need to buy as much on the GDT as we look at our results that we're able to monitor here. In terms of participation, Chinese participation on this auction was 23% lower than it was year over, you know, compared to the same week last year. That's the first time we've seen that in a long time for that China was lower year over year. And so one week doesn't make a trend. But certainly we do have to look at that and say, maybe we'll see China bought so much off the exchange. They don't need to buy as much on the exchange. Net net, you can say it's the same amount of product that's being moved or marketed. I I completely understand that. But nevertheless, there's less product that's going to be on the exchange right now. And as well as it appears to be less bidders on the exchange. So just something I want to throw out there is that China for the first time in a very long time, bought less today than they year over year. And that was the first time we've seen that in quite a while. So I think you'd mentioned it one, uh, you know, one day doesn't make a trend, but if, if we get two, even four weeks down the road, we've got a couple of these GDTs under our belt and we've noticed that the bidding has gone a little bit away. You know, as you mentioned, John, would it be then safe to say that, okay, maybe China did in fact get as much bought as they possibly needed and, they're no longer participating as heavily as they were. That's the way I'm going to have to understand it right now, Cody. Again, in my mere pea brain, traditionally that hasn't been the case. This is a new, you know, kind of a new dynamic on the GDT. Maybe it's happened before. I've just, I can't remember it. And so trying to understand how it works or, or what, how it manifests itself out into the market, I, I'm just not sure. I, I would say right now, what we're looking at is, less Chinese participation, and that also corresponds with them buying more from New Zealand off of the GDT. Put the two together, and in this case, it resulted in lower prices on whole milk. Maybe two weeks from now, it looks different, but that's the way it read today. Okay, understood. Well, that is going to do it for another GDT Tuesday uh, with myself and Mr. John Spainhauer. If anybody has any questions, comments, or concerns 
uh, please feel free to email them over to John or myself, and we will be able to hit on you know the questions uh, the next podcast that we do. And it's looking like that'll be about two weeks from now when the next uh, GDT event takes place. So with that, John, I want to thank you for your time and uh, expert look into the GDT auction. And you know, hopefully the next one can be a little bit more eventful, we'll say. You bet, Cody. Uh, I look forward to talking to you in two weeks. Awesome. Awesome.